episode of Block Talk, presented by Theme in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. It's Glam Award nominating time. If you'd like to see Little O' Me and Block Talk get nominated and you work in New York City nightlife, be sure to write in Michael Block for Best Writer Blogger and Block Talk for Best Podcast. All you need is a voting code. Contact Cherry Jubilee for the code and the link. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was a bad day if your name started with a V. Victoria's gone in a shocking blow, and Veronica Green just can't catch a break. It's time to talk all things Drag Race UK3, and joining me on this camping trip is Gigi Dietz. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's been a while. How's everything? Oh, it's good. Um, I just got back from doing um, doing a gig out in Long Island at Long Island University with uh, Miss Amanda oh. Ford. I know. I know her. I, you do know her. Um, and and yeah, other than that, things are good. We've got a couple of like new things in the works that I can't can't totally talk about yet. Um, are they, are they hush hush? It's very hush hush, uh, very under wraps. Um, but yeah, and uh, like very excited. We just. Uh, moved to a new apartment um so things are things are crazy but things are good good i'm always glad to hear it and listen i am sad that i'm not part of the cult of hush that's okay <laughs> maybe, maybe one day one day i didn't get to post anything cool but i got some drag news of the week would you like to hear the drag news of the week i would love to hear it rupaul has a new album coming and a new single out now the song is called blame it on the edit I hoped she would rhyme edit with Reddit, but she did not. She did not include a Reddit rhyme. Um, it's a song. It's got music in it and a lot of autotune. Eh, I mean, that's like, when is that not been a RuPaul song? That's kind of like, that's the formula, exactly. right? Exactly. And it's kind of like a shady song in a way of like, why are you singing about blaming on the edit when you're the one who makes the edit? I wonder if she even... I wonder if she has any say of any of it anymore or if she just like gets wheeled in uh, in her coffin and then like comes out of it gets painted and dressed they sit her in the chair and then they say okay you're done and put her back in the freezer you know it's got to be that I, I I don't know anymore but we are here to talk about Drag Race UK 3 interesting show this week yeah, um, this is episode, what, three, four? We're in episode Two. three. Okay. We're on number three. Okay. Um, wow, did not expect the results we were expecting. Um, I kind of did, um, because I think they've really, are we, like, are we, are, are spoilers okay at this, at this time in the podcast? Can we talk about? Yeah. And okay, so, cool. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, well, I just, I think that they really played out um, Veronica Green from, like, the very beginning. Um, even, like, was it last week, whenever that mean little boy, sorry, I don't know all their names yet, um, Crystal, mean little boy Crystal, um, was like, oh, you're, like, the biggest, oh, you're, like, the biggest flop, or, like, you're the has-been. And yeah. um, I'm like, they've really, really played her out from the from the very beginning. And so whenever, whenever I think they had 
this kind of shot at taking her out, they were like, it's time to go. Right. And I think it was also one of those moments where they're like, well, we can't get rid of the only black queen right now because that would look bad, especially after Drag Race Down Under. So sorry, Veronica. I also thought it was very... (laughs) I think it's so funny every time um, with with Victoria, um, you know, they love a knee injury like you got to go home and come back. They love that. But one, they never they never said that she was coming back next season. So correct. Correct. So they just said like, oh, we haven't seen the last of her. But I, I always with I always laughed. Um, me and uh, me and Aria are hosting a viewing party um, at Sanger Hall and, and Sunnyside right now of all of Drag Race UK. And anytime RuPaul says. Like, I'm so glad you're here. I love that you are here. I'm like, how many people in your ear do you have saying, like, you have to say that you like her? Yep. Mm-hmm. So funny. She doesn't even know their names. No, well, that's that's fair. At this point, there's so, there's so many. There's so many. That's true. That's true. Well, let us dive into this episode. Electra's gone home, and Crystal is fully convinced that when Electra jumped, she was going to land on Michelle, and no one wants her sweaty cooch in their face. Vanity reads the mirror message in Electra's northern accent and reminds the girls that she didn't bring it to the runway. And I ask, did she, though? Did she bring it to the runway? This week or, or the week before? Well, last week. Um, I think that she's young and and skinny and white and um and looks like miss fame and raven at the same time so it's like these are things that they like um Mm. but i but i wouldn't necessarily say that the all of the wins that she has had thus far are necessarily justified i think she's gorgeous and i think but and they get they get into that this week right they say oh you're very very pretty comma what's next like we want to see more we want to see more about you so i think that was that was something that i kind of picked up on right away that it's like you're very very pretty you're i don't know if i don't even know if you know who you are yet you're so young and um that's kind of what i have i have noticed but I, i mean i think her fashion is really great um we'll see we'll see what happens next yeah well vanity is upset to see her friend go home but she's happy to be there being in the bottom got her a scare and gave her a fire that she's going to need to get going meanwhile victoria's fantasy is not going according to plan her knee is hurting but her soul is staying pushed through it she feels like it's been a nice nice to be around queens who not only want her to be there but think her drag is valid um not really a phrase with that we should be hearing but you know what it's drag race and we got to preach it and hopefully other people will accept afab queens as they already should well and i think that i think that her drag is far superior to some of these other girls that are on the season yeah. like even work like workroom base level entrance i was like oh she like knows what she's doing right. and you you are you're right it's um this is drag race. So the it's, it's not necessarily about getting, um, what am I trying to say? It's not about people like that are in nightlife or in the culture to, to accept, 
um, someone that was assigned female at birth that also does drag, it's about the fandom. It's about getting them to understand this is also a part of the culture. And it's unfortunately some, it's a part of the culture that we haven't shown you yet. And, um, and it's, and it's really, it's about them taking ownership of that and saying, this does exist in the culture. It's our fault for not showing this to you sooner as we are up team billion seasons into this game. Um, but we are going to show you now. So appreciate it. And we have yeah. to like really make sure that you are on board with that. Exactly. Well, Victoria is going to wait to see what the doctor says. It's not over till the fat lady sings. And I'm not sure who said it, but someone in that group piped up and said, Katie, will you sing for us? Shady, 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 shady ladies. Charity is still shocked that she was safe and not lip syncing. And my darling twink Scarlet uh, is shocked that she wasn't lip syncing either. Um, I'm enjoying this little rivalry we're getting between Scarlet and Charity because it seems to be coming out of literally nowhere. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I always, whenever things start as if from nowhere, I always wonder if it's like, uh, did someone whisper in their ear and say, like, right. go, yell, go yell at that girl? Exactly. Well, Charity doesn't take too kindly to this, but she's got a fire under her ass as well, and she is going to step up her game. Ver- Veronica thinks Charity got lucky to escape, but she says, take a moment to get in your head in the game. Vanity says they don't want to go up against her now. They know what she can do. And according to Katie, the Shetland pony's gone and only stallions are left. She can taste the badge and she needs it, as she says, as her boobs are falling out. <laughs> it is a new day and Miss Tinyhead has two badges. Charity asked Crystal what she's not good at, but that's not a question in her vocabulary. That is the quote she said, not in her vocabulary. There it is. That's what she's not good at, speaking and using words correctly. <laughs> if there's another dance challenge, she says she'll just keep bricking it. I'm, assu- I'm assuming bricking it is some sort of like British phrase. So I had asked this. I had asked the, the, the crowd at the viewing party if anyone knew what bricking it meant. And one of them had what they thought that it was they weren't certain but like um they thought it was like like when you're like shitting bricks like you're really like you're really nervous about it and you're like Mm -hmm. you're really sweat you're really sweating it you're really bricking it it was like what they what they thought that it was but they weren't they weren't sure but i thought that made sense yeah that 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 completely works and again it could be something completely british and we just right over hand right that's okay well that's half well, of the show is like them talking about things that i don't understand and don't know what we're talking about i i love doing the research on things because i love like learning about the culture and the things i don't love or know about um but i'm finding i love british stuff and i i think i need to go take a trip over there yeah go see go see miss uh, miss grande over there yeah well, Rue arrives and shares some sad news. Victoria, unfortunately, has been removed from the competition. The girls are shocked and sad, but let's be real. They all saw this one coming. Rue does say he has a sense that they have not seen the last of her. Notice how, again, it's not an invitation for season four. Um, I honestly think that after um, Veronica's money mania and performance this season, they're going to give Victoria a little more breathing room and allow her to return when she wants to. That's fair. I think that's a I think that's a good assumption and that was I mean that's what I would want. It's like yeah. let let me let me be ready. Let me say when I'm ready, not you say when I'm ready. Exactly. 
Well, for this week's mini challenge, they must make a profile video for Finder, the new dating app for the ambiguously straight bloke who just can't seem to find the right girl. Notice this challenge appears after Victoria, the AFAB queen, is gone. Oh, yeah. Weird, right? Weird, I... weird timing. Yeah, it, anyway, it is interesting. Well, we learned that has River ever dated a girl? Not in a while, but she says never say never. Meanwhile, Anubis is screaming from her couch that she was the bisexual one of this cast and she didn't get that line. Uh, Anub- Anubis was the, the first girl to go home, right? That is true. She was gone oh, first. God. I- <laughs> gone and probably forgotten. Like absolutely, there's. I mean, this is what this is what I'm saying. It's like I I barely know all of their names that are that are still there. So it's like if you've been eliminated now, I I will never I will never know who you are. I won't exactly. Well, they need to get into quick butch drag in 15 minutes. Um, and I have to say, this little montage was something, especially when it ends with um, Miss Veronica and Harness saying she's not quite sure she hit the brief. You sure darn didn't, girlfriend. You that whoa. That was jarring. I think what was the most jarring part was the eyebrows. The eyebrows are what got me the yeah, most. Yeah, they were very dark and weird. Yeah, and... The, the little sharpie, the little skinny sharpie eyebrows. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go through each girl and talk about what they presented. Uh, okay. Vanity takes on the persona of Barry Betterman, uh, who can't find a lady because they can't handle all his meat. Um, we learn he is married, and shit, she's going to find out he's on here, and that me ain't real, as she removes the sock. Okay, not, not bad for the first one go, going around. Not bad for the first one. I also was like, I, I was convinced that it was not a sock, that that was their actual <laughs> package, and I was like, this is on television. This is on, this is on, the, the, BBC. on the BBC. I was like, I was like, I was shocked, and then I was... Le- I was less shocked whenever the sock came out, but yeah. Um, but I was like, "Damn, girl, get it." Theresa May is Ronnie Pepperoni, and his hobbies are doing doggy style, which he demonstrates, but you can't see it. Girls swipe left, boys swipe right. I'll see you in the sauna. Funny, the funny little tagline, but Theresa's lost in translation. I love Theresa. I think Theresa so far so funny. is is absolutely my favorite. Um, I did think um, the the this you're right. Like the setup wasn't necessarily great, but I thought it was still a funny joke. Yeah, Scarlet Harlot, who I'm still waiting to swipe right on me, is playing 26 year old Carrie, dressed as a construction worker with a dark beard and dark brows. But honestly, it's the flannel shirt open with the tank that's getting me going. Oh my god, I was very turned on. Anyway, Carrie is the king of the carpet burn because he always leaves the girl's pussy on fucking fire. Not the words I expected out of that one's mouth. He doesn't like a girl who farts in bed because he's looking for her loving oven, not her Dutch oven. Okay. He likes a girl who's got originality, personality, sweet, kind, and got big old tits you can eat your dinner off of as he mimes motorboating. That's a super like for me, too. Yes. Um, I did. I did appreciate the stoned... um, the tool belts the little fanny pack yeah. tool belts i did like that but honestly like a, a lot of these made me like sl- a little weird a little <laughs> cringe a little yeah. weird about um but i mean the game is called make rue laugh so she, scarlet made uh rue laugh because you don't expect any of that out of that sweet innocent little twink right 
Crystal looks utterly terrifying because there is so much mixed makeup on her face that, well, she looks like she put her face in a pile of mud. As Veronica says, block, delete, turn off the phone. Yeah, it looked like, um, it definitely looked like there was some like inbred action happening. It was like very yeah. inbred back uh, backwoods moments, um, but that that character does exist. So if that's what she was it's going true. for, then you nailed maybe, it. Yeah, um, maybe it's a very British thing. I don't know. Um, and get ready for the cringe. Veronica is playing Albert Prince. Get it? Speaking of, let's discuss the elephant in the room: the piercings. Veronica has not one, but three visible piercings, a belly button ring and two nipple rings. All while wearing uh, a harness. Yeah. If this isn't this is, the ju- the if this isn't the visibility and the vulnerability the judges are looking for, I don't know what is. It, it's definitely this is all stuff she had at home. I think she's I think she's <laughs> very much into probably like a little kink play and like that's cool. And um I don't I don't understand whenever you were packing that like this th- for whatever the brief was I don't know I did not see it but that's what you that's what you thought to bring cool right. but I know she I know she got that at her house plus more Well the character of Albert is sort of a straight man who loves his group activities can Veronica relate um she bursts out laughing in her confessional um yeah she can clearly uh she's definitely the pass around bottom Oh, totally. Well, don't forget, she she did get COVID somehow. Mm-hmm. It's true. Last the season before, so I don't know. Um, well, Albert is anal about cleanliness. He doesn't like people who leave a mess, so at least put down a tarp. Okay, that was funny. That's cute, cute, cute. Yeah, I like. Still that. cringeworthy, but oh yeah. Next, sure. we have Charity Case, who is back with a Southern accent as Billy Blue Balls. AKA Pigmaster69 from Two Pigs, One Man. Ew. He is turned on by big pink ears, upturned noses, and love for getting dirty. So Amanda Pork, go call charity case. Yeah, the the pig fucking I can't that that is, I can't. I can't do it. This is what the Brits think us Americans do. Fuck pigs. Yeah, clearly. There is, okay, there is a Black Mirror episode where, have you seen that episode where mm-hmm. he, like, fucks pigs? So this is, yep, it's a common yep. trope, I guess, of, like, yeah, I don't know. So Kitty walks up and riles up the dog pound with some hooting and hollering, and when she opens her mouth, it's super high-pitched, and I died. It's like, okay, that's a funny comedic turn. She yep. is Chris Mark, Chris with a K, and Mark with a C. What's her idea of a perfect date? April 25th because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. And that is what I call a winner in my book. Yeah, I really I really thought that her response um it was perfect. Was like this was like the smartest. Yeah. River, um I'm going to say she didn't do much to herself. Um no. but she will be playing Wilfred Lover, Willie for short, Willie Lover. That's it. That's all she got. It was just strange and weird. Yes, it it was it was. But again, that character does exist. That character like lives in his mom's basement and um, and is weird. Yep. And so I'm like, I get it, but it's not funny. 
And finally, Elabaday is Richard Pick, but his boyfriends, I mean, sorry, boy mates call him Dick Pick. His perfect date is to be taken right up the shark. The lads would say his best attribute is his builder's bum, as we see Ella's ass on the BBC. I didn't get it. I don't, I don't, I didn't understand. I don't, I don't understand. To the bottom. That's all you needed to know. I mean, I understood that, but I'm like, <laughs> does any does anyone like? I don't know. It was weird. I was. It, it was. was not good. I don't think it. It was a fun and stupid challenge, and the winner of the challenge is Scarlet Harlot. Um, I I would have given it to Kitty. Um, Me too. Personally, I thought she was better. But for the Maxi Challenge, they need to bring the outdoors indoors to the runway where they will be selling two campy looks. First category is Happy Camper, a fun drag look you might see while walking children in nature. Uh, shout out Tammy Brown. Um, second category is Campfire Couture, a.k.a. a design challenge. Uh, so basically, Rue has stolen the remainders of the Drag Race Holland 2 camp design challenge props and brought them to England for the queens to design from. Literally the same items that Drag Race Holland used just a couple weeks earlier. Well, I also think it's funny that because I I don't watch Drag Race Holland because it's it's gotten to be it's gotten to be too much for me. Um, but I think it's funny that at the seasons after Utica did that like sleeping bag down right. that there's all of these like sleeping bag challenges. It's like if it's that's true. a happy co- if a happy coincidence, sure. But I also was like, how weird. Yeah, it is definitely a coincidence. Um, it's probably they had some what, World of Wonder. Some had a, like probably a deal with some camp company in Europe. Yeah, R-E- like, R-E- R-E-I, right? Yeah. Okay, so as the winner of the mini challenge, Scarlet will get a fifteen second head start. Um, the way she ran to get stuff. Oh my god, what a twink! Such a typical twink. Um, and she pulls down the shelf, so she's definitely a dumb blonde. Once all the campers race, it is an all-out war. What material would you, Gigi Deets, pick first? Um, I would have grabbed one of the tents. Um, mm-hmm. I would have... That's... if Yeah. First, I would have grabbed one of the tents because that's a lot of um, un, uncut fabric, essentially. Right. It's not, like, the easiest to work with, but in terms of like a material that you could turn into a lot of different things. The, the tent is like huge. Yeah. While Kitty is shoving her mouthful of marshmallows, she shows Charity this wonderful rose gold sleeping bag that she's going to make her focal point. Charity has yellow gingham picnic tablecloth that she is going to make a bodice out of. Scarlet, who is wearing that god-awful umbrella that Kitamine, winner of Drag Race Down Under, had for her design challenge look, um, she asks Teresa what she's doing. And Teresa says she's going to do a Villanelle-style look with an eye patch made of rubbery material. And the owl with the top hat is giving her a good feeling about it. Like I said, Teresa is crazy, and I love it. I really like Teresa a lot. I think thus, as of what I've seen so far, is, is my favorite, for sure. Yeah. Now, if you thought one ketamine hat was bad, Ella Bidet found one as well. She and River are getting the beans out of a beanbag chair and they are making an utter mess out of the workroom. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the hat, the one that's behind me, would you ever wear that? No. In real life, you'd never wear it? No. Why is it made? Who sells it and why does anyone buy it? I don't know. I think it started as like, um, 
like a it was it, it had to have been in like some like tv show or movie and then they like sold it as like a novelty prop right or i don't know it, it, it's got to be i mean just it, it you, you still get wet the rain comes right onto you so silly right. River is going to use material that's easier to sew with. She is going for a color scheme. Uh, she says that she can sew and understands patterns. So she's feeling confident, but knows she hasn't impressed Rue with her looks yet. So got to give her a showstopper. Ella, though, has never used non-strike fabric before. So she found a waterproof jacket times two. And I wonder what she's going to make out of a jacket. <laughs> well, yeah, there we'll get to, i guess we'll talk about this more when we when we get to the runway but there was like a lot <laughs> we'll talk about it we'll talk about it yeah well ella has no plans and she is up shit's creek and with no paddle walkthrough time uh rue comes in and brings in special guest it's raven and i think it is important for us to discuss this because it is widely discussed on the internet and i don't want to go um and i'll talk about it but what is going on with raven's paint Someone it's pointed out that it's she is darker. She is darker than Rue. Um, yeah. As she will be hosting her own makeup show for WOW, does this need to be addressed or is this just another thing Rue and company just don't care about? I mean, yes to both, but I think it's... Um, I was talking with Aria about it like as it was happening off mic and we were like this is essentially kind of like what like ariana grande does right she ariana grande is a, is a white girl right but she tans so heavily and her makeup is so dark mm -hmm. that she appears to be a different race um it's it, it, with raven i think it is gotten it has gotten to a point where she has progressively gotten darker to to where she's doing blackface like it's yeah. she's not doing blackface in a way to where she's like playing some kind of black character. She is she's still being herself, but she's in blackface. Absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 really uncomfortable to watch. Um I I, I don't know why there's gotta be an internet world of wonder who is who tracks all the tweets and the mean tweets. Um the, they have to know that this is discussed. They it, it's impossible that they don't. I mean, she gets tagged and everything about it. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I wish um, I wish it gets would get addressed. But again, she's got her show about makeup. Um, I know. Maybe we'll see her in the process and we'll see what she's using and how it gets that way. But to the to the eye, it's not good. I mean, I don't know what her I don't know what her like skin color looks like out of drag i assume mm -hmm. that she has she has just tanned so severely that it, it yeah. we have we have gone overboard um because she i assume she's not foundationing her entire body right exactly but but i i think it's gone i think it's gone too far it's it's one thing to want like a little healthy glow and that's another thing to change your race essentially hey MTV is part of the Viacom family. My Strange Addiction put Raven on it. She loves tan beds. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's okay. First up, we got Kitty, Teresa, and Veronica. Rue asks who the designers are, and Teresa and Veronica raise their hand. Kitty raises a finger. Teresa told us that she sewed during lockdown and made a dress a day. Is that something you did? 
Address a day? No. Um, Address every few days, address a week for sure, but not address a day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Teresa was really bored. She didn't have her uh, boyfriend's meat to deal with, so. I guess, Uh yeah. Also, I don't know. I I mean, I guess if it's like little, if you're making little wiggle dresses, then yeah, you can can crank those out every day, but that's not I, I mean look, I was trying to do look at little stuff. um uh, uh Raja Harris she can make it in 60 seconds yeah that's really impressive <laughs> um I can I cannot do that no yeah well Rue knows Veronica can sew and she explains that when the show shut down she was feeling creatively starved and she decided she wanted to make a dress she had no money but lots of tool for cheap and that yellow dress she wore last week was what she created what it, was cute. it was yeah, cute it was cute Rue sees there's a blanket, thinks it's Veronica's. It is not, in fact, hers. She has a lot of non-stretch material and wants to make a dragonfly outfit. Rue says it's a silhouette that is specifically her. Veronica likes to be ambitious with her designs as she says, go big or go home, a.k.a. the kiss of death. You don't say that on this show. You don't say it because you're going to go home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty is going to ask Raven for some nose contour advice. Raven shares that it is about highlighting the side of the nose, contouring down the uppermost ridge part of the nose, and highlighting the tip. Will you be taking this makeup advice from Raven? You know what? Um, I This is not the first time that I have heard that piece of advice. Um, I actually saw um, Nikki Tutorials do that before I had seen or heard Raven talk about it. And mm-hmm. it's something that I have practiced, um, but not really... It, at least for me, maybe I'm an idiot, but it's like harder than it sounds. Yeah. It's like you have to put it in the right place. And I haven't, I haven't mastered it, but in, but I do understand it in, in theory. And yes, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Next we have Charity and Vanity and Charity is a sewer and a camper at festivals. This will be easier for her. Vanity can put a garment together. She has shown up with the aluminum serving dishes and good luck, girl, because Rue is not liking the silver after last week. Back to the drawing board for her. Vanity is going to ask Raven about how to tackle her shiny makeup, uh, which is not a critique we heard on the runway, but I'm assuming it must have been one of the cut critiques um, on the runway. But she says that she should dust a little powder on her face before doing makeup and highlight a bit more. Vanity just doesn't want to go too light, to which Raven says, yeah, don't go crazy. Says the crazy one. Right. Scarlett, with her really cute nerdy glasses on Crystal with her non-makeup face come over, Raven is apparently Crystal's goddess, according to Rue. Very starstruck. Crystal watched Raven on season two when she was eight years old. (laughs) I just can't fathom this. I know. It's gross. What? It's so weird. Scarlet brings her panels for a dress, and I did not see what was to come. A very fun, brilliant surprise. Scarlet decides to ask Raven about her boxy face because she doesn't want to be called Boxy Aunt Mandrews anymore. Um, Scarlet apparently has a square jaw. Raven tells her that there are a lot of beautiful women who have square jaws and chins, so she says don't highlight too much. And Ruth says you can hide it with hair and if you wear it well. Okay, cool. Yeah, good, good I, I think I think a woman with a strong jaw is is like sexy. So it's like, and and I and I agree. I think it's that's who you are. That that is that is a part of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, try 
whenever people try and like hide things, it's like it, it, you're not hiding it. You're you're not going yeah. to. So though, if you can try and find a way to work work it, I think it actually works more in your favor. Yeah. Ella and River do not get time with Rue and Raven on screen, which means they will not be contenders for this week's episode. Thanks, editors, for the tip-off. Right. All right, we're back to selling. Scarlett is asking Veronica for some advice with her panels. She's scared of making it too small, so Veronica says she's left extra around the edges so she can always take it, and if it's too big, if it is too small, she's pretty much screwed. Crystal is going to go over to River for advice. Um, she shows her the drawing. Basically, she's going to be attaching things to a corset. Spikes. It's very Aquaria. Um, River doesn't want to help her too much because she doesn't want Crystal to get another badge. She knows she's holding back on helping Crystal, but she could have walked her through how to make her outfit, but she's only got time for herself. Words that someone else in that room should have taken. Yeah, for sure. Then we're going to talk with Kitty and Charity, who are going to gab about Kitty's cute material. She tells her, do a boob tube. And after a brief moment of silence, um, Kitty is going to ask Charity how she got started in drag. Cue the backstory. Yes. So Charity is going to explain that it was her way of expressing her emotions in therapy for a while. She moved to London when she was 17. When she was 18, she was in the scene and ended up contracting HIV. It was hard for her to process. A one-night stand got her HIV and other STIs. Six years later, she's still living with the after effects of a one night where a guy took advantage of her. She's asked how it's like on dating apps, and she says people message her and say, you're diseased, you're disgusting, horrible, degrading comments that all stem from the stigma of HIV. She explains that when she was 18, she really didn't know what HIV was. She thought she had a disease, you're dirty, and should be ashamed. After having negative experiences, she hasn't put herself out there. She would love a relationship, but she is not capable of putting herself in a place of vulnerability. She explains that she takes three tablets a day. She has a normal life expectancy and she is undetectable, which means the virus cannot be passed on from her. It's major steps to controlling the virus and that is very important information to spread. Absolutely. Yeah, I think did, this was, think? I thought it was handled actually like really well. I think, um, I think that this was kind of um, it. Re it reminded me of um, when Trinity when Trinity came out about mm -hmm. about her about her status on the show. But at, at this point, they've almost taken it kind of like one step further in terms of like an, an educational stance to where yeah. um, there there is you know there is even now in 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 twenty twenty one there's still so much stigma around HIV, um, and I actually think whenever she talked about um, about being dirty and like how that, like how she was told that she was dirty, I actually thought a lot about how, um, about how that, that relates a lot to the pandemic that we're in now with COVID and like, right. oh, you've contracted COVID, you're dirty, like blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and just the idea of disease in general about this concept of like, oh, you have a disease, you're dirty, instead of taking it from like a health perspective of like, well, how can we learn more about this? Um, how can we learn more about this disease? How can we fight this disease? And how can we look for a cure? Um, and with HIV, we like, um, you know, Moderna is starting like their trials mm -hmm. for like a, yeah. a HIV vaccine, which is um, even more than what we have now with, with PrEP and Truvada and, and all of those different kinds of pills that we have. Um, so there's been so many 
there's been so many strides in the medical field with technology, with HIV specifically. So I thought that they handled this in a really cool way that it was, it was not only a, a, a great moment for her on the show, this coming out moment um, and her being vulnerable and honest, um, but also she was able to add like a level of education that I thought was really great. Yeah, she spoke about it in a very accessible way. And I think that is very important because if you notice on the social media, BBC, World of Wonder, they've taken the things she said, turned them into little um, in iconographs and all that fun stuff. But I think it's really interesting that you brought up Trinity because I was going to bring up the Trinity about it all. The show didn't do it as much as they did with Charity here. They didn't give Trinity that platform via social media to speak mm-hmm. on the things she did because whether it's because it's two different countries and that's how they do their social media, whatever, but it mm-hmm. almost felt um, like a slap in the face to Trinity that she didn't get this a stronger moment to stand up because I could see parody going to talk about this place to place and BBC being part of it and all this. I don't see VH1 doing that with, with uh, Trinity. But um, she has a story to tell as well. Yeah. Well, I also think that the, the Trinity, whenever she had the moment on, on her season, season six, and the Trinity that exists today now uh, are different people. I think that she has, has grown a lot in terms of confidence and like even her like ability to speak about it, I think has like really shifted. So I think if they had even like, asked her about it whenever she had originally mm-hmm. come out about this she, I, who's to say that she would have even been comfortable doing that um because yeah. whenever she had that moment on her season it, you know it was very raw and very emotional for her um whereas uh whereas um with charity she seems um a lot more comfortable speaking about it um while it was like it's it's an emotional topic for her she seems um very comfortable and knowledgeable about talking to other people about it. So I, I think that yeah. there's just a difference in like who they are as people. Absolutely. Charity was a way for her to express herself and the beauty of darkness. She's proud of who she is today. She's passionate about drag and she creates every day to distract herself from the dark places she's been to. Kitty says it's funny to her because when someone says Charity Case, she thinks confidence and this whole big persona and sees her as a fucking rock star. Charity says, unless who you know someone who is experiencing HIV there is still a stigma around it she believes it's important that it's taught in schools and it's important to talk about it and i hope it is continued to be discussed and i hope charity gets to be the face of it um, because she's got she's got a lot of followers there's a lot of people who believe in her and and support her so she's a great person to be the face of it for the uk sure i, I think um yeah she she definitely she speaks um she speaks, like you said, in a relatable way about it. And I think that's important. Vanity is not going to use the cookout tin, so she is going to play with rope. She is going for Rue's favorite color, orange. It's bright, disco, and her. Now it's Crystal's turn to ask Veronica for some advice. Does she cover the corset and how does she tie it? Veronica says, panels and glue it on. And then Teresa notes that Veronica is spending a lot of time helping out other queens while her own look is just quite a project. Does she have everything under control? Cue the scary music. It's elimination day. Today is pack your bags, bitches, because someone is going home. 
they get ready to serve two looks on the runway and there is clearly a lot of work to be done um i wonder how much time they really had because there's a lot of work still that they needed to do river says she was having an up and down day but the material didn't sit right so she has changed is it a winner well it's better than it was before she doesn't want to screw it up and not show the judges what they want River points out that Ella's look looks really good and not just for her, which is just some backhanded shade. <laughs> Ella has made one dress in her whole entire life. This is far from what she does normally. She thinks her and River have swapped talent placements with where they are with their looks. Kitty is pleased with her sleeping bag and Scarlett notes that it looks like real material. Well, babe, spoiler alert, it is. It, 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 is, it is real material. Some blondes. But yeah, like, yeah. Go ahead. No, this this is kind of what I was what I was going to get into earlier. There, usually for these design challenges, these unconventional design challenges, right? Um, a lot of if you use a material that is that is literally fabric, like a blanket or like um, something that is easily transferable into a fabric they they'll read you for it they're like well you didn't you didn't there's nothing unconventional about this right um but i think the materials that they were given in at their disposal are all very fabric like it's sleeping bag blanket um the only things that weren't were like those the little cooking to go to containers and like in the rope and like maybe those kites but everything else, I'm like, this could all be fabric. So I just thought it was Absolutely. very, I, I thought that was very interesting. And I also think it's very interesting that sometimes it's commented on in the judging and sometimes it's not. Yeah. It's almost like this one's a lot easier because they just don't want, didn't want anyone to do terribly. And that mostly yeah, exactly. is true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my babe Scarlett is a bit of a gossip. She and Kitty have a chat sesh where they note that Vanity is looking a bit ropey. Scarlett has studied the game and shares that gluing shit to a corset is a no-go in this competition. Um, In the age of COVID, Scarlett then says that Crystal looks like a walking bacteria. What that is like so last season. Hashtag Bimini Bamboo Lash. Right, right. Scarlett and Kitty are now the new fashion police, uh, Kelly Osborne and Joan Rivers, or Richard and Judy, which is too British for me to know the reference. Kitty, I will be messaging you for that reference later, please. Yes, I also, I just, that was a smile and nod moment for me, for sure. Yeah. Veronica is really behind. She's cut a lot of corners, literally. She is too deep and has to finish what she started. If she can finish, she hopes she'll at least be safe. Charity wishes she had more time to finish it properly, but she's happy she made a bone corset out of a tablecloth. Crystal is finished with her look and thanks Veronica um, thanks Veronica for her advice. Veronica says she's going to have to stop giving her advice because if she's a, got a third win from everyone helping her, she will hit the roof. Thank God that didn't happen because I would have been mad. Right. Me let's too. go to the runway. Rue struts out in a very sensible neon yellow. Cool. It was it was cute. It was it was yeah. cute. It's it's not one of her best, but I did think it was cute. No. 
We have got Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and the lovely and incredible Nicola Coughlin. If you don't know her, she's one of the stars of Bridgerton and in my, one of my absolute favorite shows, Dairy Girls. Uh, what a dream to see her live out her dream. Are you a fan of Nicola Coughlin? Um, okay, so in Bridgerton, she's, what's her, and this is Penny Feather, Penny, not Pennywise. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I can't she, remember. She, she's the, she's, um, the, she's the mystery writer. Yeah, yeah. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, I thought I thought she was really cute in that. Um, I have not seen I've not seen Dairy Girls. Um, but I thought. Oh she my was god, really it's cute the best 100%. show ever! It's so funny. I love it. I love it. I love I've it. heard people. Oh I, I've heard people talk about it. Um, I've just heard it, it is so dry. It is so British. It's a plus television. Okay. Um, we're gonna do two categories, and we're gonna start off with category being happy campers in the great outdoors. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play, get ready for this one, Intense okay. or Not It. Nice. I get it. Listeners, I, I'm struggling. There is way too much drag race going on. I, my puns are getting really bad. And if you didn't get it, that's not it. Like N-K-N-O-T, listeners. Thank you. That's all. Tense. all tense. Right. Tense across the board. Okay. okay, starting off, Crystal Versace, hair by Edward Scissorhands, look by Call Me Sophia, face by Dr. Motox. We love these Dr. Motox shout outs. Um, listen, she looks incredible. Her beat is wonderful. I love the style of the hair. I think a Girl Scout look was a cute idea, but the execution for me was incredibly basic. And unfortunately for Crystal, she has set the bar so high for herself that a simple look like this is just going to feel like a miss. Um, I think the green dress was just missing sparkle and, dare I say, drag. Um, felt very Violet, Violet Chachki to me. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's, that's like, interesting that you, like, that you say, like, it's missing drag, right? Because I do think that there is this, like, wave of drag that is, mm, that is less drag, right? But, like, mm-hmm. is that, is that to say that, like, that's not, not drag it's not her drag right um i think it's very i think it's very clean i think it's like very nice i do i love the hair and i love the little hat um but i i do think it is i think it's plain yeah nicola calls her brilliant she loved the girl scout outfit and how she embodied the character um i'll give it it looks great it's fine intense for me um Yes, me, me too. That's good, right? Yeah. Yes, I, intense for sure. The audience was 91% intense, 9% not it. Not Next it. up, Kitty Scott Claus, look by Philip J. Shaw, hair by Wig Chapel, aesthetics by Dr. Motox. Um, another Girl Scout look. To start, I think the campiness of the map that says Kitty, got, Kitty Scott lost was hilarious. And mm-hmm. it was stoned. She literally stoned paper. Um, right. Compared to Crystal, this felt more accurate with the colors, having the khaki as the dress color. I love the kookiness of what Kitty brings each week. She's not a full-on fashion queen, but she knows her brand and knows how to deliver it. The neon tool underskirt was not my favorite, but it helped tie in all the neon from the bow to the stockings. That being said, I saw her photos that our wonderful friend Maddie Parks did. It looked a lot more yellow. So I don't know if the lighting was off or if he like adjusted it for the photographs. Um, But something was different. 
Yeah, I don't know. Looking looking at it here, which is a as a screenshot from um, from the show, it's definitely it's very khaki. It's very um, khaki witches, cookie dreams, street Beverly, Beverly Hills, um, and I like it. But I do. It's it's kind of unfortunate. I actually was laughing because I was like, what if they all come out as Girl Scouts? What if this is right? like a kimono a kimono thing and they're all <laughs> Girl Scouts? But I think that would actually be really cute to have them all lined up as Girl Scouts. Um, but yeah, I think um, I do think it's draggier. I think that she has more of a story behind it than um, mm-hmm. than Crystal did. But um, but I do think it's like okay, you you're a Girl Scout. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it an intense. Sure, me too. Audience, seventy seven percent intense, twenty three percent not it. Ooh. Okay, River Medway, look by Navia. I think the concept is brilliant. It's very high fashion to make the focal point to be a look of maps. I think the pale yellow as the trim was a choice, but it helped define the shape of the body. It's a very strange silhouette, and I don't know if I love it or hate it. I just don't love the mesh top, but it's certainly a decision, and I guess it maybe ties into the mosquito net from the hat. I also detest that black belt. It really felt like an afterthought. And I know she got it from eBay and it looks like she got it from eBay. Well, this, this Amazon, is wherever. Right. This is where, this is where I, as I'm watching, I, I start to, I have to ask people around, like, what was the theme? What was the, what was, what was the brief? What was the, what is the runway theme? Because we really yeah. start to go in like a different, direction to to a point where i am curious to know what they were actually told that it was going to be um if it was like maybe it was maps i or explorer (laughs) or something because if this was like explorer i would say like sure that that makes sense to me um but when it was uh happy yeah happy campers i don't i don't really get that i think she looks cool i think this is the one of the cooler looks that she has worn in terms of like fashion wise i do like the little puff sleeve um that's detached from the rest of the dress i think it's cool i think the hat is cool i think the accessory of the little opera glasses are really cool um but i don't think i don't think camping yeah i'm gonna give it a not it not for me Mm, i'll say i'll say intense I'll, i'll give it the audience agrees with you. 73% intense, 27% not it. Next up, we have Charity Case. Look by Trashy Planets and Standout Scrunchies. Shoes by Stephanie Shaw. Ears by Ella Lynch. Um, I shall now be working on my movie treatment of the killer bunny who stalks Boy Scouts in the woods. Homoerotic much? 100%. This is typical charity, and you have to give it up for her for doing prosthetics on a double look day. This is a cartoon nightmare fever dream. I think there are interesting elements. I don't know if I love the overall execution. That being said, it's charity. This is what she does. I think the yellow is a very bold color. It is wonderfully tied together um, because it is a bright and happy color. And then you're pairing it with a killer bunny. It's kind of haunting, but you have to salute her for also those heels. They are literally bunny heels. Yeah. um, I'm really into it. I think it's very her. There's a story behind it. It's like, it's an, it's a crazy story, 
but she sells it. Um, and I, but I also like that this is another Girl Scout look, which right, I'm like, exactly. I, I wish, I wish, and at this point, I wish that they were all Girl Scouts, but like their interpretation of if they had all done some like Girl Scouts of the world kind of thing, and she was like, well, my this bunny ate a Girl Scout, and that was even, <laughs> like, yeah, I think that would be fun. That would be a more entertaining theme than whatever this was. Yeah. This is good. Charity's good. She does drag very well. It's intense for me. Yes, me too. Audience, 88% intense, 12% not it. Next up, Theresa May. No designers listed. I don't know what the fuck this is. Maybe it's lost in translation, but if you told me the category is Cookie Monster Couture, I'd say we got a hit. Otherwise, this is just a complete miss. I honestly just don't understand what i'm looking at is this camping in spain the face thing is a furry's wet dream the sleeves i think are sleeping bags but they ride up so high that it ruins like the harness element the white tights were a choice can you explain it to me (laughs) um no because again this is like i'm i'm very confused as to what the theme is what the brief is what were they told that the theme of the runway was going to be this week because i don't get camping at all um she is wearing a backpack but she looks like she looks like the little mountain climber to me what i immediately thought of was the little mountain climbers from smash um those those little guys because they have those little little heads with the little thing around their head and that's what it reminded me of so again i was like maybe it's like her interpretation of oh and that's that is that's what she said it was right it was some kind of like mountain climber Um, and and what's interesting is you said before about explorer maybe that was what they were told i mean she literally said this is her interpretation of dora the explorer so right i don't know i don't know i i unfortunately it is it is very far off theme um yeah so maybe maybe if it was more on theme i could i would be on board with it but it's 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 not yeah Well, Graham couldn't enjoy it because he was confused. Nicholas said it wasn't clear what the concept was. And Teresa is going to tell us that she was supposed to be a climber, but instead of first, she wanted to use feathers, which I still don't get. And as Nicola will say, only Teresa can tell more of a story and make it more confusing. Uh, Not it. Not it. (laughs) Yeah, it's not it for me either. I do love, I love her, but this is not it for me. The audience, 30% intense, 70% not it. Next up, Scarlet Harlot. Look by Call Me Sophia, hair by Cheyenne O'Shea. It's always the sweet and innocent ones with the dark side. Um, I think this is a far reach for a camping runway, but I guess I can see the correlation with Hunger Games because they kind of camped outside, but like not really. I'm trying here. I'm really, really trying here. That's a stretch. The look overall, it's well executed. The dark hair pairs well with her paleness to give her like an edgy side. I just got to also say it again. Her fucking legs are so skinny. Like there is no muscle to it. I will literally break her. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I, again, I think this is kind of a cool look, but I think it's like so far, so far off theme for me. Um, yeah, I just, um, I, I just don't. I, I don't get it. The, I don't even get a Hunger Games. Because even if it was Explorer, it's like, why would you go with Hunger Games? This is, I mean, uh, yeah, this is very, like, warrior, but I, I don't get any kind of camping. Yeah. 
Michelle calls the look Joan Jett meets Katniss Everdeen and a bit too cosplay. Graham says her hunter was fine, but it's been banished from his brain by her other look, which we'll get to soon. I invite your bias, so I'll give it an intense. But it's a very, very soft intense. I'm going to say a miss. Not, not it. Not, not it. it for me. Not the it audience me. is very conflicted here. Literally 50-50. Okay. Next up, Vanity Milan, look by Seal Atier. Um, this week, it's not by her husband. And oof, that was probably the mistake. Um, if you told me this was the design challenge portion of the episode, she's in the top. But the fact that she brought this from home, woof. Um, I mean, the blue camo is camping makes sense. And that's where it stops. I really feel like this was a last minute. Fuck, I don't have anything for this runway. Paired the jacket with anything she had. And in this case, being a pink metallic cat suit and why are there bags on her waist there's just nothing inspiring from this look and it really is nothing for the theme yeah it's unfortunate because i actually do really like the jacket cape i think that is yeah. really cool and and very very high fashion i and it's i don't love the fabric but it's like blue camo it's camping i get it i get it but i really think the silhouette of it is cool um I don't know. It makes me. It makes me feel like something happened last minute to yeah, to, to whatever this was supposed to go with. And she was like, "Well, I'll just wear the pink version of that silver thing that they didn't like. It's pink, yeah. so maybe they'll like it now." Yeah, no, I totally agree. Michelle missed the camping in the look. Graham disagrees with Michelle and says it looks like Ab Fab goes camping, and that is a hit. Is a reference to hit program, absolutely fabulous to our American listeners. Um. Not it. Yeah, I will. I will say not, not, not the best. Audience, twenty three percent intense, seventy seven percent not it. Next up, we have Ella Day, look by Samuel Clark, hair by Wigs and Co, nails by Leoko Creative, face by Doctor Motox. Uh, Doctor Motox, can I just like come in? I'll fly to England just to. You must be a miracle worker, anyway. Um. <laughs> I love that this is an homage to Jane and Tarzan. This is what I expect from Ella. And that's not a bad thing, but at some point she's going to have to surprise us. It's polished. It's extremely well executed. I think the gold and purple are a brilliant color combo. And I adore how she did her eye here. I think the purple shadow in the shape she painted was wondrous. I was, I'm a fan of this look. I think it's really boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just am like, to me, to me, I I look at this and I, I you can buy or rent this from like a costume shop and sure. and they and they will have this they will have this exact thing ready for you. It's 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 well made. It is nice, but it's not. It, this is giving me personally Halloween party and not necessarily like runway um but i but but you know what it is it at least on theme and um that is more than i can say for some of these other people it's true nicola says the look hit her sweet spot she said it was camp well done i'll give it intense i'm just gonna i have to say no not not it not for me the audience was 73 percent intense 23 percent not it finally from this category we got veronica green no designers listed um I think Veronica left season two and said, I need to push myself for season three. She got it wrong. We loved what she was serving in season two. This was, I don't know. I think the explanation she gave helped with the story for the look, but without it, it was very bland. 
The choice of making a robe out of a sleeping bag was cute, but I feel like I wanted it to be a reveal into something underneath. I just don't think the execution was achieved here. No, I I I agree. Unfortunately, it's um I think Michelle actually had like a really a really good critique on this look to where it's she was like, oh, I could see it if you were camping at like a festival of some kind and you had like really partied like really, really hard. And this was kind of like a morning after look, but there was, you didn't go all the way with that kind of storyline. And so you're just kind of left with a a lady that belted a sleeping bag and it it just doesn't really go anywhere. I agree. Um, Yeah. She said she wanted, she didn't understand the story, wanted tickets or cigarette butts. Um, not it. Sorry, Veronica. Yeah, me too. Not not for me. The audience, 31% in 10, 69%, not it. Let's move on to category two. Category okay. is Campfire Couture, and in honor of this runway, we are going to play Toasted or Roasted. Oh, I like this. Toasted or Roasted. I like s'mores, too. When was the last time you had a s'more? I have not had a s'more in years. Uh, yeah, it's been, like, a really long time. I guess it's also because, like, in New York, there's not a lot of places that I can like just start a fire and like right. heat up a exactly. s'more. Um, but yeah, I like s'more flavored things. <laughs> I agree. All right, we're gonna start off with Crystal Versace. Um, it's high fashion, it's couture, it's not well executed. I think plaid is a very difficult pattern to work with if you are not ex- good at sewing and when you have others who did it better you have to call her out and it just doesn't line up and it looks very messy it is giving me aquaria vibes it's giving me sagittaria vibes i'm ready to see who crystal is yeah That's where I'm also, well yeah and it's also it's like it it's very aquaria it also is like i think rue then took that aquaria look and then did like a promo outfit and something exactly. like very similar so it's like but even michelle has said like this is not you didn't come up with this this is not your idea but even in the workroom she was like asking for like help but it was like it was design it wasn't like construction advice it was design advice and i guess it was i guess it was river that they were like that just decide that's your decision it's not my decision so i don't know the fact that this was the outcome it just I don't know. I think it kind of goes back to kind of what I was saying. I don't even think that you know who you are. You see what you like, and that's great. But I don't think you know who you are yet. Rue asks what she constructed the look out of, and she says mats and quilts and used tent poles. Graham calls her flawless, but wants a bit more. She was what he expected today. Michelle says she did something that is on par with what she does, but tell us, but tells her to keep on pushing. It looks good, so I have to give it a toasted, but I want more out of it. Yeah, I think I think toasted because it's as she looks, she looks kind. I mean, she looks great. Yeah. Um, and for a runway look, it is on theme. She did she did the assignment and looks looks yep. great. So I think toasted or toasted is good. Toasted. Toasted, toasted is, good. is good. Audience 87% toasted, 13% roasted. Next we have Kitty Scott Claws. Um, I love the rose gold. I think it really was an excellent material to work with. The asymmetry of the arm piece is fun. I think the skirt is the ju- is just the right length. Um, I do not like the black around the neck, but I guess it was supposed to help hide the breastplate. She made a purse, extra credit points. Um, this was great. It was safe for a design challenge. Yeah, I 
I think that um, as as someone that identifies as a as a plus size queen, which I I don't know if she does, but I'm going to say, girl, you are. And um, I, I just didn't. I didn't find it flattering and there are certain, there are certain things that I have definitely learned that are, that are flattering for my body and that are not flattering for my body. And I, and I think that it could, it could have been one or two things. It could have been, she doesn't know those tricks or it was just a design challenge and she's not a designer and doesn't know how to implement those tricks into something that you're making. Um, But that, that is unfortunate because I, I just didn't, I didn't find it flattering. I thought maybe, maybe even if it just had a couple of like princess starts in the front that would have really like shaped the front half of her torso, sure. it felt very like kind of bag belt mm-hmm. skirt for me. But I did think the sleeping bag was very cute. I did like that. Yep, I agree. Uh, for me, it is a very, very safe toasted. Yes, I, I, I will, I will give it a toast. I will toast that. Audience, 56% toasted, 44% roasted, right right in the middle. Next up, River Medway. Um, I really love this, and I think she's very much underrated for this look. Yes, it's simple. Yes, it's safe. She landed in the right spot, but what she did looked great. Um, I love the pleats. I love the vintage elements with the hats and the neckerchief. Could she have done more? Absolutely, but this was her second attempt for the challenge, so she didn't have that much time to work with, and this is what we got. This was I don't have I don't have the picture in front of me, but this was the the, the flight attendant esque yeah. thing, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought it was really cute. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't I did not think it was anything like extraordinary, but um, a, a good solid a good solid job is what I will say. Yeah, toasted for me. Yeah, I'll I'll toast I'll toast that. Audience, eighty six percent toasted, fourteen percent roasted. Charity case. Um, I love how visually pleasing this is. And again, true to charity. Uh, her ass is out and she is making it known, but let's clear things up. Is it intentional or is it unfinished? Who knows? Um, I think whether she had the hair handy or not, the bright pink pulls the pink elements from the look uh, incorporated well into the dress. The beat is wonderful and whimsical. If you told me she was going for a gender bender Mad Hatter, I'd believe you. For sure. I, I think it's a really cute look. Whether I did think if they had kept her, um, if they had kept her on to critique her, um, that they would have read her for it being unfinished. But yeah, I I couldn't tell if it was unfinished or if it was intentional. Um, right. Now, if it, if it had been somebody else, I would have said it's unfinished. But knowing her drag and knowing her aesthetic, I think exactly. it very it very easily could have been intentional. Um, and I thought it was really cool. I agree. Toasted for me. Me too. Audience loved it. 98% toasted, 2% roasted. All right, Theresa May. Um, I feel like she is trying to serve James Bond villain in a campy parody off, 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 off Broadway. <laughs> um, the eye patch is a complete miss, but I appreciate her trying to marry the hearts from the fleece onto her face. But did she really need even need to spray paint those hearts on? I like that she made it a turtleneck dress and I've made and it made it fit to her body, but it's just not pretty. But she incorporated that owl into the outfit. Yeah, I <laughs> I I just love her so much. I I think okay, I think the dress is ugly. I think all of it is like very, very ugly. But um th- this is where it gets into 
the idea of she took a blanket and she made a dress out of it. Now, mm-hmm. she is not the only person that took a blanket and made a dress out of it. Is it, but the other people that took a blanket and made a dress out of it did not receive the same critique, right? It was right. it was either very positive or at least somewhere kind of like, hey, you, you did okay. So for me, is the eye patch that unforgivable? If she had lost the eye patch, it would have been a blank a blanket dress. Right. So to me, the the eye patch is not like this unforgivable moment that we have to like read her so harshly for. I think she easily could have been safe. I think that there's a lot of other. I think a lot of the girls that were in the the safe category. Um, should have been in the bottom and I think a lot of the girls that were in the safe category could have been on top as well I think it was it was very strange how they critiqued some of these looks yeah Michelle notes the look is a blanket and made it look like a dress Rue says she has some fun ideas but needs finishing touches and they're not up to par with the other looks on stage and Therese explains she wanted to make her look a supervillain. What's her story, you may ask? She found out, uh, she found who she thought was her first love and he invited her to his tent. He jizzed in her eye and blinded her in the middle of the night. He left running and she went to find him, but obviously she was blind. So she found the owl and they became friends. And since then, he's guided her through the night. So funny. So fucking funny. I, <laughs> I love her. Was love this her. improv or did she, did she have this story like worked up ready to go i think either definitely both things could be true um (laughs) but i think she's so fucking funny she's hilarious it's not great it's a roasted i love you Teresa, but not uh i'm a toast it because i love her and i don't care audience again right in the middle 51 percent toasted 49 percent roasted all right i hear i i'm ready to Ready to battle it out because I know you what you're you're gonna say. Okay. Call it Harlot. Um, this oh, for yeah. me was beautiful and I love her and I am biased, but it's still beautiful and I love her. Did I mention that I love her? Um, I think it is a beautifully executed gown. I love the neckline, the sleeves, the cut of the dress with just a little peekaboo at the feet. This is super super soft felt, and I really would just love to cuddle her. Her beat is so incredibly soft, and she brought the pink into her eyes. It did her wonders. And yes, it is a blanket. She made it look good. Yeah, I don't I don't think I that it is a bad dress. I think it's actually like very well made and it's a pretty silhouette. But at the same time, it is a blanket that you made yeah. into a dress. And if you're I just think that the the whenever the critiques are like uneven like that, I I I just think it's a little wild, especially when they liked this blanket dress so much, and then other blanket dresses they were like, "This is a blanket dress." I thought that was just now, very strange, and they were really no. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say in the workroom we obviously saw her with the paneling, and she did. There was a lot of elements to how she made the dress. Do you think Mm -hmm. uh, the other two did the same thing or was theirs more of a wraparound? Um, I, I can't say because I guess it depends on, I think Teresa's to me kind of looked like, um, something you could make out of like a stretch fabric and make a little wiggle dress, Mm -hmm. right? She had a kind of little wiggle dress moment and she put, she put a collar on it, um, or a high neck on it. Um, and then the wrink, the wrinkling that they're talking about 
is is probably because it doesn't have a lot of stretch in it. She probably mm-hmm. is, and I think, and I I don't know if she said it, but I do think a couple girls said it in the workroom that they're like, "Oh, I've only made stuff out of stretch fabric, so I'm right. I'm not like used to making stuff out of non-stretch." Um, and that could that could have been the case for her as well, because um, that's kind of what it looks like. She probably had like a pattern in mind of something that she's made out of out of a out of a stretch fabric, and it just didn't quite work. Um, do I think the paneling had happened? No, I don't think that that probably happened on either of the other dress. Um, and like I said, I think it's very well made. I just think if we're going to read, if we're going to read girls for blanket dresses and then choose a blanket dress for the winner, we need to, we need to, we need to consolidate the critiques. Fair. Graham says it's stunning. Michelle loves that she took a blanket and turned it into a gown. She looks elegant in a blanket. Um, I, I, I thought she looked pretty. I think she just, it was the right material, the right colors and everything for her. Um, she got very lucky. Could she have done other things and added other elements to it? Then it wouldn't be as beautiful. Um, it's still toasted. I I will toast it for sure. I think she styled it really well. I think um, I think that like the hair the hair was really beautiful and um, yeah, I think it was well styled for sure. Yeah. Audience eighty seven percent toasted, thirteen percent roasted. Next up, Vanity Milan. Oh, no, this is not the ticket. Uh, she glued rope to a corset and called it a day. Um, as a little bit of a rope expert, the problem with cutting rope is that they fray at the end, and no one wants that. Well, she's stuck with that all over the dress, and it makes it look insanely messy. Um, I don't know if she had enough rope or not to play with or what. She could have had really fun dress with the movement and the rope extending further down and it would have like flowed as she walked. A nice sensible sway but in my eyes the weakest of the week but there is no way they could eliminate her there was just no way and have another down under fiasco yeah i i, I didn't love this i do think it would have been um i think actually rue said it that, like even if the skirt had been hemmed at like an even length or something that would have really helped it um yeah. but you glued you glued rope to a corset and that's fine um but it's not it's not good Nicholas says that the neon orange is her color and looks stunning on her. She would have loved to see it match the lip. Vanity tells Rue that it's rope attached to a corset and a bra and an underskirt that it's inflatable. Rue says that if she hemmed it, it would have been even and maybe better. I'll give it a roasted. Not for me. Yeah, not for me either. The audience, 22% toasted, 78% roasted. Next up is Ella Viday. Um, I mean, she made raincoats to create a coat. Uh, it's very British with the plaid. Um, we're just back to my eye hurting with the alignment being a little off. I think the shoulder pieces for the coat were necessary to elevate it. This is simple and effectively safe. Yeah, I actually thought the coat was cool. I mean, it would have been cooler if it wasn't a raincoat made out of raincoats, but yeah. um, I do think it I do think it looked cool. Yeah. Michelle calls it really fun. She loves the plaid cuffs that she put onto the rain poncho, but she can't wait to see who Ella is. Graham says the problem for him is that Scarlet's plaid dress outshines her plaid dress. Nicola feels like it's two different looks and would have liked the dress on its own or the yellow coat on its own. I think it still looked good. She styled it well. It's toasted. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll toast. I'll toast it. Audience, 56% toasted, 44% roasted. All right, Veronica Green. Um, remember when Sister Sister literally glued everything to her body and got eliminated? 
well, history repeats itself and Veronica glued all the colors to her body. Um, I think what hurt this the most is there's no shape. And by not repurposing the kite, they just felt like a big color distraction. The black on top of her face and hands were too ambitious of a story. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, I will say Rue's joke about makeup by Rudy Giuliani was hilarious. So funny. It was so funny. <laughs> How many if people she, in the UK got it? I don't know. Bitch, if she wrote that herself, I'm, that's so that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, I'm, I would be interested to see kind of like what this was maybe supposed to be because I'm, I'm, I mean, clearly she like spent a lot of time helping other people. Um, mm-hmm. So I, is it far, is it far off from what it was supposed to be? If it was so far off from what it was supposed to be, at what point do you as a contestant have to say, uh, you know, abandon this ship and, and we're going to do this other thing. That's not what I necessarily wanted, but I can accomplish it in the amount of time that I have. And um, yeah. I don't know. It just was like, it was, a, it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was too much. Michelle says there is so much going on and she doesn't know what to look at first. She says she's tiny and she gets lost in it. Nicola loves the makeup and finds it very editorial. She says the wings needed to be more finished. Graham says, if someone says it was going to be Rainbow coming out there, you'd expect it to be joyous and happy, and yet this is quite dark and somber. We're going to have Veronica explain that it was a dark and somber moment. She had a rough year, and she was going through depression in the summer. Stripped everything from her, and she wanted to show that through the sadness, there is happiness, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Rue tells her she has emerged from the ruins. She has inspired others, and she is very proud of her. Yeah, I, I, I'm sad. I'm it, like, I'm sad that she said, "I don't want any. I don't want anyone going through this process to to be going through a rough time." Unfortunately, yeah. it happens a lot. But also, but and I'm gonna and I'm gonna sound like a fucking dick for saying this, but I just think like the the storyline of like. I was sad during COVID or like I'm depressed in 2021. It's like, e- yes. Uh, okay. Very good. Me too. All, all of us are, this is, a, it's a tough time in the world right now. And the, the, the concept of like, I alone was sad is like, no, you weren't, you, you're not baby. I think it would be a stronger message if you came out and said like, there is so much sadness in the world. And that, that sucks but like if we can all get through this together instead of saying like well i was i was sad i just i I think that there's a stronger way to present that message i guess i i agree um unfortunately it's the last look for you girl but it's a roasted yeah me too audience 20 percent toasted 80 percent roasted Kitty, River, and Charity are safe that leaves crystal Teresa, scarlet vanity ella and veronica as the tops and bottoms uh, you had mentioned that you think things could have been shifted a little bit. I do, not necessarily in 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 like the 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 tops that they had had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think Charity's look could have easily been on the top. I think um, I'm trying to now. I'm trying to think of like who else was in there. Um, I think for me, I think Ella should have been safe. Charity should have been in the top. Swap those two. Okay, I would I would get on board with that. I think um, yeah. it's if I had if I had the pictures in front of me, I could probably like think about it harder. Um, but but charity specifically, I was like, oh, that should be on top because it's fun and it's like a cool silhouette. And 
it's it's more than just it's more than just a dress. I agree. All right, untucked junior time. The safe queens chat about how they're feeling. Kitty says this was the challenge she was shitting herself for, and she's safe, so she's thrilled. Kitty tells River she thinks she had a lucky escape because she was convinced that River would be lip syncing, but Charity likes her look. Charity wanted to be high this week, and she feels like she is the only one who made a structured garment while everyone else just covered a corset. And I think, yeah, I mean, you're right, but clearly it's all about what it looks like at the end. The tops and bottoms return, and Scarlet squeezes in between Kitty and Charity as she says, and I quote, piggy in the middle. Girl, call me. Let's go. Um, (laughs) Teresa is proud of both her looks. She says she looks like a bad bitch. (laughs) She is is a bad bitch. She does not look like a bad bitch. She looks like a crazy person, but she's a bad bitch for sure. Scarlet says they were so about her for were so so about her first look and they gagged over her second look. Crystal chimes in that they liked both of her looks, not to get the attention stolen from her. Scarlet reminds Crystal that Graham said, "Give them something different and surprise them." The little she is a little instigator. Mm-hmm. Charity says Crystal might have another win and asks if she thinks it was fair with all the help she got. Crystal immediately goes into defense mode and says she asked for help and it was only questions, but she did work her ass off. And Charity says she doesn't mind if she wins after all the help, but is that clever or is it lazy? Yes, I I asked I asked the same question. This that whole part of the episode, I was like, I've I've these are thoughts that have already been in my head. Yeah. Vanity thinks she's in the higher end of the bottom. She said she designed couture instead of something you can get off the rack. And she's going to throw my baby Scarlet right under the bus and says, you can get that off the rack. So in confessional, Scarlet says she thought Vanity was her mate. Vanity glued stuff to a corset while she made a gown. So, you know, very defensive. Veronica knows she's in the bottom of the barrel. She explains that they thought the first look was strong, but they didn't get it. And the second look was too much. Veronica's going to start crying again. And I just can't wait for the meme and... I will be sharing all the time the meme that says, how many fucking times a day do I have to cry? Because hi. That's me. for sure. <laughs> Literally, can, you, can I have that on a shirt? Right. She notes that she is, has terrible time management issues and she helps quite a few people and now she thinks that stopped her from at least being safe. She didn't put enough energy into her. Yep. I'm very excited to hear the exit interviews that she's going to have eventually. Um, because I think these are real, real questions that are going to have to be answered. All right. Rue has made decisions and decided that Scarlet Harlot is the winner of the week. Ella, Crystal, Teresa are safe, which means Vanity and Veronica are the bottom two. Do you agree? Um, I do. Um, I think, I, I think Teresa, it's like, again, like I said, it's like, it, it was not good. But I don't think it was the was the worst. I don't think an eye patch is is necessarily uh, grounds for elimination. I think for me, I might have actually switched Veronica and Teresa simply because of Teresa's first look because it it, it, made no it was sense. so off theme, right? Because it was yeah. so. But if we're but... gonna if we're gonna factor in all of like the the first looks, there was a lot of people that were off theme on that. So I kind sure. in my head, I kind of like forgot all of the the first looks i didn't even Fair. really factor that into the rest of it 
And I mean, if you re- if it is like splitting hairs, I'm Teresa has been stronger than uh, Veronica in the other two episodes. For so. sure. The song is "I've Got the Music in Me" by Kiki D Band. Uh, big, I'm a big fan of this song. Um, I always go back to the Sing Off season two when that was the opening number and had all the acapella groups doing it together. Um, are you a fan of the song? Um, no, um, I think it's not. A, <laughs> I think it's not. It was not a good lip sync song. But I no. also think no. that I, I, this is kind of a thing with UK, and that's something that I didn't know until maybe halfway through, like the first or second season. Um, one of my friends that lives in the UK was talking about how lip syncing is not necessarily like a, a, a common thing in the UK. So yep. whenever these girls from the UK are like forced to lip sync for their life, that is for a lot of them, a foreign concept. And um, so I, I, I always think that the, the lip syncs are, are, are off with, with a few, with a few exceptions. There's been some really good ones, yep. but th- this was kind of, in that category of like, no, nah, okay. Veronica, she is going to rip her garment to pieces so she can move. But again, vanity dominates the center stage, forcing Veronica behind her um, when she was at her most powerful moments. Um, vanity is a very aggressive lip syncer. Yeah, she is. She plays offense. Um, I think they both did fine in this performance. Um I do wonder if the next challenge wasn't supposed to be an even split, would they have considered saving them both because of Veronica? I don't know. Kind of like I said, I think they've really been setting her. I think they've been setting her up to go for a a while now. And um, I think they saw, they saw their shot and they took it. Yeah. In the end, Vanity wins, and Veronica is sashaying away. Um, as Nicola was crying, I was getting emotional too. This is hard, and it's hard to see how she brought so much joy, and um, someone could really tear them down at the same time. This show really affected a human, um, yeah. and I don't. I really, really hope the BBC has uh, some good therapists on hand because <laughs> this girl gonna need it. Right. She is feeling devastated, but there is always bright side to a dark day. I got some burning questions for you to round this podcast out. Are you ready? Shoot them. Yeah, let's go. What is Veronica's legacy? Um, not this season. Um, <laughs> I think I think her legacy, or, or let's say her strongest moment, is probably that um, the the rat the rat musical yep. when she was uh, when she was Betty Buckley. Yep. Here it is, the moment I've been waiting for. Girl group challenge and a cameo from Steps. I'm in heaven. Are you excited for Steps? I'm very excited for Steps. I'm very excited for Baby Spice. Um, this is like, it's be kind of become like, for me, it's almost like the UK Snaps game, right? The girl group challenge yeah. has has produced some of like the best moments for the first two seasons. So um, I, hope, I mean, hopefully this this will be just as good. Yeah, so do you think it will be up to par with Break Up Bye Bye and UK Hun? Um, I don't know. I still think Break Up Bye Bye is better than UK Hun. Um, I don't... <laughs> there's never maybe been a song in the world that's gotten stuck in my head as much as Bing Bang Bong. Um, mm-hmm. Even talking about it, I will now think about it as <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Um, but, you know, I guess we will see. 
Yeah. Well, I ask it every week. After three episodes, the winner is Teresa. I will. I will stand by it. I really, really okay. think. I really think she's very special, and uh, I. She has my vote. I'm not happy that I'm going to say this again, but there is something that RuPaul loves about Crystal Versace that I think we're getting set up for something. Um, three highs in a row. Um, mm-hmm. This is a very good track record at this point in the competition. Uh, and they're really giving her this, you're going to grow. We need to see the real you. I don't know if I want a crystal win right now. I'm not sure I'm connected to her enough, but I would not be surprised if crystal wins right now. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I I think um, they're setting, they're setting up her storyline. This is, this is what they do. And it's, yep. it's, and they're making, they're making TV. They're making, um, they're making these storylines and they're they're doing they're doing their job and they're good at it. Um, will she win? She will have to she will have to do the thing that they're asking, right? right? She will have to show them who she is. And I in order for them to sh- for in order for her to show them who she is, she has to know that. And I don't know if she does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We'll see. It was so much fun having you on the podcast. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug? Um, so right now, um, definitely keep an eye on uh, lots of future projects about to come up. Um, uh, social media, you can find me at GG Deets on any platform that you want. I probably have it, a G-I-G-I-D-E-E-T-Z. Um that includes Venmo and Cash App and PayPal and all of those money transfer things if you're feeling generous. Well, thank you so much for being here and chatting about Drag Race UK3. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. The biggest thanks to Gigi for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.